Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, African American True Crime. Yes, I love true crime stories, but very seldom do I hear true crime stories about African Americans. So I created this podcast to share with my listeners about the true crimes that African Americans commit. So sit back, lend me your ears, and listen to some of the most horrendous crimes committed by African Americans. Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, True Crimes of African Americans. On this episode of Evil Lives Amongst Us, True Crimes of African Americans, I want to talk about something a little different. I want to talk about this little girl named Tiana Nichelle Martin. As I looked at Tiana Nichelle Martin's picture, she is a beautiful little girl. Bright smile. But when I look in her eyes, I can see that there is a lot of pain in her eyes. And that is what is bothering me. The pain that I am seeing in her eyes through this beautiful, bright smile. Tiana Nichelle Martin, she has been missing since September 9th, 2003 from Fresno, California. They have her classified as endangered missing. Of course, we know she's a female. She is black. Her date of birth is December 7th, 1992, which means that she probably would be around 29 years old now. And she disappeared when she was 10. At that time, she was 5'5", and she weighed only 80 pounds. Tiana had a medical condition. She suffers from Graves' disease, which is a rare autoimmune hyperthyroid disorder. Her conditions requires close medical supervision and makes her physically weak. Graves' disease is potentially fatal without treatment. During the time when she was 10 years old, she had black hair, brown eyes. And some agencies or certain agencies gave Tiana's middle name as Michelle. But her middle name is Nushelle. And when I first started reading this case about Tiana, it really upset me. Like I was in tears as I read it and I just knew that I wanted to share her story because I'm going to tell y'all something. There really are some, some evil people out there. We got some evil people living amongst us. It don't matter what color you are. Evil is evil and evil lives. So 
let's talk about the details of the disappearance and what happened. So y'all know me. So as I talk about it, I'm really going to talk about it. So in 2003, Tiana resided with her 12 and 14 year old sisters, her aunt Tamara Lynette Robinson and Robinson's two year old daughter in an apartment complex in the 4400 block of West Avalon Avenue in Fresno, California. The three girls had moved in with Robinson in 2002 because their mother lost her job and couldn't afford to take care of them any longer. Now, I remember when I was around, I'm going to say 12 years old, maybe 13. No, I'm going to say I was about 12, 11, 12. My mom had um, sent me to go live with my aunt and my aunt was saying I would babysit my younger cousins because her and my uncle both worked at night. My mother um, had me living with them for like a year and a half. And it, you know, I never got abused. I did get chased a few times, you know, running away from uncles, but at, but not my aunt's husband, but his brother. But at the same time, I was happy there. You know, I, my aunt paid me $20 a week back then that was in the seventies. So that was a lot of money. I was able to go to the store and buy the things that I needed to buy from the store. I bought my first diary, got my first perm in my hair. And there was a lot of things that, um, I was able to do with $20 a week. So it wasn't like she left me there because she couldn't afford to take care of me. It was because, well, maybe she did. Who knows? You know, I was young. I didn't know what was going on. But all I knew was that I was sent to go live with my aunt. So I can't imagine, you know, being um, separated from your mother. You want to be with her. You, do, you know, these people really don't love you, even though they're your aunts. But it is nothing truly like the love of your own mom. Well, anyway, on the afternoon of September 8th, Robinson asked her sister-in-law, her sister-in-law, Tamara, to babysit the girls while she ran out and did some things. So, you know, I got some things I need to take care of. I got to go maybe do some grocery shopping, maybe do something. I got to go run some errands. Do you mind watching the girls for me? So her sister-in-law was like, sure, bring them over. I'll take care of them. But... When the girls arrived at their aunt's home without Tiana, the aunt started asking questions. The sister-in-law, the, 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 the sister-in-law, aunt sister-in-law started asking questions. Where's Tiana? Well, Tamara didn't go in the house. She just sent the girls in there. So the girls was like, she's out of town. So she says, Okay, so when Tamara decides to go and pick the girls up later that evening, the sister-in-law is upset because she want to know where Tiana was. And Tamara is playing it off. And the sister-in-law is becoming very upset. And she's saying, you know what? You need to start contacting the police because we need to start searching for her because she is 10 years old. And who is she out of town with? You know, 
I would have been asking 21 questions. Who was she out of town with? Do her mama know? Did you meet the people? Are they friends? I would have been asking so many questions because ain't no way in hell a 10-year-old girl got no business going out of town with people whom you ain't never met and seen before. Something just don't seem right. So, the next day, on September 9th, Robinson decides, that's tomorrow, the aunt, decides to call the police and say that Tiana was missing and had been missing since 1.30 in the morning on September 8th and said that the last time she seen her was 7.30 on September 8th. And then she even had the nerve to tell the police that Tiana had a history of running away and did not want to live with her. So, hmm. Now, the sisters have already told the sister-in-law that Tiana had went out of town. But the aunt Tamara is telling the police that she had a history of running away. Maybe she ran away because she just didn't want to live with her. And she reported her missing from September the 8th. Now, this is a whole new day. We on September 9th. So, hours after the report was made, the authorities arrested Robinson and charged her with two county of felony injury to a child. Now, before... I keep going. I got to tell y'all what really happened. I got to tell y'all. I got to tell y'all what happened. Okay. She claimed she saw the child at 730 that morning the day before, but she reported her missing at 1.30 a.m. on September 9th. Now, that's a long time done went by. That's more than 24 hours. So, of course, that is suspect. And then on top of that, the vice principal had noticed that, you know, when they started getting into contact with the girls' school and trying to find out stuff, the girls had started school in late August. And Tiana was enlisted on her siblings' emergency contact forms as a sister and didn't fill out Tiana's card. Here we go. Her card, the aunt didn't fill out her card, but she had forms filled out for welfare. And she named her daughter and Tiana's sisters, but not as her dependents. And she wrote down that Tiana went to live with her mother, but that was not true so that girl had been missing for a while and relatives of the girls began to question about tiana and that was when tamara decided to report her missing so this girl had been missing since either july or august because the girl started school in late august and tiana didn't start school Period. Didn't start school. Period. Now, 
This is some crazy shit, right? So what happened to Tiana? What happened? Where's Tiana? Because according to what they got here in Fresno, they still got her on the missing list. They're still looking for her. So what happened to her? Where is she? What happened? So I'm going to tell you what happened. Tiana's sister started the school year in late August. But Tiana never showed up for her fourth grade classes at Toby Lawless Elementary School. Robinson had completed school emergency contact cards for the two older girls, but not for Tiana. And she didn't list her as a sibling on her sister's cards. When Robinson filled out forms for welfare, she named her daughter and Tiana's two sisters as dependents, but put on her paper that Tiana had left and went to go live with her mother. Like I said earlier, this some damn shit. You know, why? See, this is when stuff begins to unfold. This is when it begins to unfold. So one of the sisters, now I'm going to tell y'all what happened. Let me tell y'all what happened. Tiana had in fact been missing since July. And it was found that Tamara had told people that Tiana was gone for the summer with her mama. She had missed a July 7th appointment and her sister went to a birthday party around the same time. And friends thought it was strange that Tiana wasn't there. Hmm. Plot thickens, right? Mm-hmm. This bitch here. So. What happened? One of the sisters went to the principal, the vice principal of the school and began to tell the vice principal that they had been abused or were being abused by their aunt. And the sisters told the vice principal that the aunt had beat Tiana to death and the girls had been scared to tell ain't that some shit because one of Tiana's sisters says she witnessed the crime and both of them say they were forced to help dispose of the child's remains and clean the apartment of the blood stains who do that? Who does that? And that lets you know that she had been beating them girls because those girls were so scared to tell it at that time. They were scared that they was going to be next. They were scared that they were going to die. They said that they saw their aunt strip Tiana down to her underwear and place her in a hot garage without water for 30 minutes, 
They said she slammed her head against the wall and beat her with items, including a baseball bat, a meat tenderizer, a curtain rod and a vacuum cleaner hose until the child collapsed and stopped breathing. God damn it. That part right there just pissed me the fuck off. This little girl, 10 years old, weigh 80 pounds. And you're beating her with a baseball bat, a meat tenderizer, a curtain rod, a vacuum cleaner hose until she stopped breathing. And you slammed her head against the wall and you put her in a hot garage for 30 minutes in California and nothing but her underwear. Who does that? And then when she stopped breathing, the aunt then tried to give her CPR, but she couldn't bring her back to life. Let me tell y'all something. Right now, there ain't nothing mm, 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 that could have stopped me from putting my hands on this woman. If this would have been my child, I don't care if she was sister, family, friend, or foe. I'd have killed that bitch. My daughters told me some shit like that. I'd have killed that bitch. She would have died. I don't care. Family, friend, or foe. I would have killed her. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with the mama. I would have killed her. I would have killed her. But anyway, let's keep going. You know, I know some of y'all finding that hard to believe. And if y'all are sensitive like I am, you know, this, this should piss you off. Because it pissed me off. But she made her nieces, Tiana's sisters, dressed her back up, put her in a sleeping bag, and kept the body in the apartment for a week. A whole week she kept Tiana in the apartment before disposing of it. She put her in a sleeping bag and kept the body in the apartment for a whole week before she disposed of it. Can you imagine her sisters having to be in the same house for a whole week, coming home from school for a whole week and knowing that their 10 year old sister, Tiana is dead in a sleeping bag. And the next room while her body is decomposing. Can you imagine what those little girls must have went through? If y'all don't tell me this is pure evil. What the hell? This is some horror movie shit right here. And then she wrapped Tiana's body in plastic bags. Put it in the apartment complex dumpster. And then poured some Clorox on it to disguise the odor. What in the fuck? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I can't. I can't. You kept her body in an apartment and a in a sleeping bag for a week. And then you wrapped it up in plastic bags and placed her in the apartment complex dumpster and poured bleach all over her to disguise the odor of her decomposition. Who does that? Mm, somebody that's evil. And then here go Tina, the mother. 
I should have been more into my kids, but never in a million years that I think this would happen. And am I making fun of Tina? No, but I'm disgusted with her. How are you going to sit here and say I should have been more into my kids? You knew what type of woman that your sister was. You knew what type you, you, you was raised up with her. You knew exactly what type of woman she was. And then her cousin had a nerve to say, Tammy has a good heart, but she probably snapped because she was caring for all those children with no help. That's what her cousin said. Miss me with that bullshit. Because they said when Tamara was in court, she never cried. And the courtroom was packed with friends and relatives who she never even turned around to look at. And here go Tina. I don't have my baby, her body, and I can't even put her to rest. But Tina said her sister should have been sentenced to the maximum because my daughter got the maximum penalty and she's not here. Hmm. So what happened to her body? What happened to her body? I'll tell y'all what happened to her body. So what she did with her body. They're saying. That. After she beat her. She took her body. Threw it in the dumpster. In the apartment complex. And that. The authorities believed. That her body probably ended up at the American Avenue landfill on American Avenue and Highway 145 in Fresno, California. They said that they searched the landfill for two weeks, but were unable to locate Tiana's remains. But one year after she was reported missing, that's when we had the trial. And both of her sisters testified against Aunt Tamara. At her trial. In 2006. When Tamara was 47 years old. She was convicted of second degree murder. And felony child abuse. She was acquitted of child endangerment. And a judge. A judge. Sentenced her to 15 years to life. In prison. With credit given for the three years. She had already served. Some people say this is a bizarre case. It just shows good people can do awful things. And her family members still have faith in her. They're also saying that she is still in the Central California Women's Facility in Childchilla, California. Because she came up for parole in 2007 2019 and last year 2021 and every time she came up for parole she was denied but what is so bizarre about this case is that her body has never been found 
And Tamara even denied that she killed that baby. She still denied it. Even after the girls, old enough to tell what was going on, said what happened. She still denied that she did anything to that baby. But even Aunt Tamara was going around telling people that Tiana was a problem child. She said she was a problem child. Her sisters was problem child. They were liars. She said that one of the sisters had actually killed Tiana after they had had a fight. She said the sisters killed Tiana. One of the sisters killed Tiana after they had had a fight. Hmm. But when they questioned the sisters, both of them never changed their story. They even told a vice principal what had happened. Did the sisters kill their sister? Did Tamara kill their sisters? Are the sisters liars? According to Tamara, they're liars. According to Tamara, Tiana was a bad kid. She was a bad seed. She was a problem child. And they were the ones that killed their sister. But they said they watched what she did. Did they search the evidence to find that there were blood stains on any of that? She had cleaned all of that off. They, could, they didn't find any of that. And the only thing they had was the testimony of the two sisters. Hmm. Now you tell me what you think. Because I believe... That the aunt did it. Because why would she cover up for the daughters? If they want her children, why would she cover up and risk going to jail if they were there? They're juveniles. Why not let the juveniles do what they got to do? You know how they doing stuff now. Why? And and in the documents, the sisters indicated that they had both been abused. So this is crazy. So. You all need to start paying attention to your children. Pay attention to what they say. Pay attention to relatives. Because sometimes you can't even uh, trust 
your relatives. Because right here it says that she still denied having killed or intentionally harmed her niece. But in 2006, she was convicted of second degree murder and felony child abuse. She was acquitted. And she faced a maximum of 22 years to life now. And she had no prior criminal record. Her body has never been found. Who disposed of the body? Who got rid of the body? What really happened? And they still have since since 19. What what was this? She was born in 1992. She would have been 29 years old. She disappeared in 2003. And they have not found Tiana Nichelle Martin to this day. So where's the body? My name is Queen Zoe Accounts. I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast. Evil lives amongst us. True crimes of African Americans. Peace.